perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. Sunshine. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Everybody Ken Harris. The Denise Thomas is... She already told everybody where she was, didn't she? Did she? Sunshine. No? Anyway, Denise Thomas is on assignment, and so she's working hard, working diligent. Uh, Lee, I guess I should add that. Make it a action verb or something. <laughs> so, So you're here with me tonight. The uh, old National Bank talking text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old like me. And I'm always at that at the end, so, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm claiming stuff that now I have the ability to say and do things that other people go, oh, you can't say that. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Eh, nothing. nothing. So I have some thoughts this week. And so I have some questions for you. And if you would be so kind and honor me with a phone call or a text, I would I would like to ask a question. And I, and I think we spend a lot of time um, talking at each other, you know, politically over the last 10 years or so since um, Barack Obama became president. There's been a schism in America that that I have noticed over my 60 some odd years that has become so people call it a gap, but it's not a gap. It's it's a it's a canyon. You know, it's races are separated at a at a depth that I've never seen before. And so I think there are words we use, there are phrases we say, there are things we do that are missed that are miss I don't, I don't know what what word to use, misunderstood misquoted um, are just wrong for the other side, right? And so I just find it interesting that no one notices their own issues. Like no, no one has a a self-awareness of the idiocy that they say and do. And I'm talking about everybody. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Pacific Islander, Native American, if you're alive and breathing and a human. We've all done and said some dumb stuff. And so recently we've had a few Supreme Court rulings that some I agreed with parts, sometimes I didn't agree with parts of it. Sometimes I agreed wholeheartedly, other times I didn't at all because we're all human. And so my question, what does diversity, equity, and inclusion mean to you? And I, and I see your face rolling and, you're, you know, and you have your preconceived understandings and notions and all that. But I would like to ask you what it means to you. Not the negative part of, oh, it means that people are going to get. No, I'm asking for a definition of equity, diversity, and inclusion. Because I think what happens is until we understand each other's point of view, 
will never understand each other enough to disagree and get along. Because I think there's a there's a misunderstanding. Diversity, equity, inclusion has absolutely nothing to do with just gender and skin color and all that. It really doesn't. It's significantly more than that. And I think that's missed because what's what's the word you use when you gas somebody up now? Like every every few years they they uh, gaslight, right? Or or whistle blow or what what do you call it? Um, dog whistle, all those idiotic things, basically to say you just really just make people mad by saying certain words and certain things. And so, what we miss behind diversity, equity, and inclusion is the diversity of thought, diversity of talent, and diversity of creativity. You can't tell me that. Being different isn't good. You can't tell me you have to hide behind being American. And so that allows you the opportunity to be in the majority and kind of do whatever the heck you want and dismiss everyone else. What are your thoughts on this? 833-212-1017 is the number. Every workplace, every classroom can actually... Can actually, I said the wrong number again. I, I did. I gave the truth. You gave number. it the correct at the beginning of the show, but that this one you just read it wrong. No, I just gave the truth number. That's yeah. All. Okay. Or you can call me Monday through Friday from four to six on the new one hundred one seven. The truth, our sister station, WGKBFM. Anyway, eight five five six one six. If I don't have it sitting right here, there. Eight five five six one six one six twenty is the old National Bank talking text line. What does diversity, equity, and inclusion mean to you when you hear it? Not not what you believe it to be or what you've heard it was anecdotally and having friends complain and and office mates complain and all that. What does it mean to you? 855-616-1620. Give me a call. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to me, Dr. Ken Harris, Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. So when we talk about diversity and equity and inclusion, and usually white people roll their eyes, I wonder, do they have an idea or an understanding of what it actually is and means? I know we've, we've, we've had some issues recently with the Supreme Court and the college admissions. I, I actually get that. I understand that. Uh, that was a recent phenomenon that colleges started doing that walked them down a road that, that they could not sustain. And it was, it was bound to change. And yet, Everybody was happy about it, but I don't think people really understood what happened. Race just can't be a factor at the final step, you know, like, but it can play a part in terms of how it's 
experienced, how it's perceived. And so we, we keep, we keep missing the whole point. I don't understand the fervor. I don't understand. And and somebody help me out. I don't understand the vitriol, the fighting, the name calling, the, the terrible attitude of a person getting along. And then we hide behind that thing called merit, right? We, we say we believe in merit, but we have time and again examples of where the line is moved and adjusted, the grade point average, the all the things you have to do beforehand in order to make it so that certain people know about it, certain people don't, but the majority that know about it happen to be white. And it's unfortunate that it happens that way. Is it a byproduct of you being in the majority and so you just think it that way and do that and you then don't really care about anybody else, just people that look like you? Because if that's the case, then everybody, I would say, does that. Or do they? How will we start to separate out the we're following and hiding behind the Constitution and the First Amendment and the Second Amendment and the Fifth Amendments and Civil Rights and 14th Amendment, all that, and you're just being a knob and you want your way and so you're willing to do anything that you have to do in order to live around people that look like you, go to school with people that look like you. As if it's a it's a it's a proven point that black people aren't in your school because they don't have the merit to go there. Like, do you actually think that black people cannot get in Harvard or Yale or Princeton or Cornell or anywhere on their of their own volition or any university for that matter? But there seems to be this less than attitude. And I wonder if anybody's transparent enough and authentic enough to say what that is. We've got a country star who wrote a song about small towns and people lost their mind because they said the song was racist. I listened to it. I watched the video. He has a right to sing a song and do whatever it is he wants to do. You have a right not to listen to it. With 300 and roughly 331 million people in America, and he got, I don't, I don't even know how many hits it got. Does it matter? It's less than 1% of the population. Who cares? But we tend to pump up things we agree with, dismiss things we don't, without ever really thinking or listening. And don't get me wrong, black people do it. Everybody does it. But to diminish something in someone else because they don't agree with you, I have an issue with. Inclusion, diversity, equity. When I come back from the break, I want to explain what that means for me. And I don't speak for all black people. But I want to explain what it means to me because I've been. 
can I say that? Victim of reverse diversity, equity, and inclusion? Yeah, because we talk about reverse discrimination, which is really bizarre because there's no such thing as reverse discrimination. But that's, that's what people cry and moan when they think they can use the Constitution or the Civil Rights Act to their benefit to put someone else down. So I say, I've been victim of it. By who? 855-616-1620. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. Denise Thomas is on assignment. I am here with you tonight. 855-616-1620. Talking text line, uh, 847-977 says DEI or diversity, equity, and inclusion means better understanding the perspectives and experiences of our neighbors with different backgrounds. Well, when you say different backgrounds, what does that mean? See, let me, let me, let me, if, if I may, I would like to use that as an example, not, not in a disparaging way, but, but to show perspective. This person wrote, DEI means better understanding the perspectives and experiences of our neighbors with different backgrounds. Can you be the neighbor with a different background? Have you considered they have to learn about your perspective and your experiences? Or is it that that thing in life where the world revolves around you and everyone else is different? You're different, too. And until that's acceptable, the world will always be from that white male perspective. This is what's right. This is what's wrong. This is what 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 makes it. This is this is what's moral. This is what's right. And by and large, most people in America agree. The problem is all the laws weren't made by a diverse set or group of people. Thank you for that. 855-616-1620, National Bank, talking text line. 414-704 said, diversity, equity, and inclusion means that more people like you should be on TMJ radio and less people that look like me. I'm tired of only hearing from old white guys. Okay. But diversity, equity, and inclusion means that I get to be here with the old white guys and the women and the Pacific Islanders and Hispanic and all that. So that's really what it means. I don't like the word coexisting, but I I think um, many times we misuse it because when we think coexist means everybody has to act the same way. And if it's your culture, then you really don't. I use an example of Northwestern football. We like to hide behind little phrases like, it's the wildcat way, right? When in fact, you need to look more white. You need to act more white, talk more white, dress more white, cut your dreadlocks, cut your long hair, look like me. That's a problem. 
What diversity, equity, and inclusion brings is the ability for me to respect who you are, even while it's different from me, and be okay with it. For hundreds of years, people have come from other countries and had to code switch, had to act a certain way so that they could get a job, get a house or apartment, exist in America. It's only recent where people have been able to say, I am who I am, and if you don't like it, too bad. And it's unfortunate, but we have to recognize that those are the important things that we need to really address. Yep. Is that person, is one good? See, they're having their own conversations. Such a hot topic. 855 616 <laughs> a perfecto call back um, 855-616-1620 we, we have to recognize that if we're going to all do this together we have to all do this together and, and we can't put one over the other and say hey see it's okay to do that as long as somebody that looks like me is in charge because we know that's what it is all the pushback didn't happen up until the last year, year and a half when it started to look like, well, the majority is going to flip. That literally other groups of people are going to outnumber white people in America. And if we can go down the road of diversity, equity and inclusion, that should not have a problem. That should not be a problem. Did I break at 22? Yeah, I did. Okay. It shouldn't be a problem. So what does that look like then? If the world was predominantly black, if America was predominantly black, I wonder, how would it look? Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. If you're traveling on Highway 50 in Walworth County at Borg, the entire east and west is blocked due to a police incident. So make sure you stay out of that area. Make sure you don't go around and go peeking around and seeing what's going on. Again, that's Highway 50 at Borg in Walworth County. Um, Blocked due to a police incident 855-616-1620 perfecto you're on the truth on tmj well i love the show i actually i've just uh, heard uh, your great show today i'm uh, doing some grilling in my backyard here in west dallas uh, but you know I've, i i just want to echo your sentiment with regard to this wokeness and this craziness that's been happening to us and our children uh, you know, and, and I see that, you know, the, the, I think the, the, the worst of it happens so often in our public school education systems. You know, they don't want a, a kid of ours to walk into the building, you know, if they have a Bible in their backpack, 
but all this nonsense that they're, you know, wanting to, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I would say antagonize our children with and take us away from the foundations of this great country. You know, one of my heroes in my history was the guy that was shot in Mississippi uh, because they didn't want him to enter uh, Old Miss. And he was a, a U.S. A veteran, a Air Force veteran. And he qualified, but, you know, the, the, the lieutenant governor, the governor, the, the, the system there prevented him. But, you know, now they have a bronze statue of Dr. Uh, James uh, Meredith there mm-hmm. at that university. And, and you know, he's, he's one of my heroes. But, but you know, I think what, what you're, uh, I think, um, educating our listeners to is that dynamic that how people want to keep us enslaved by pretending that they'll take care of us and want to be, you know, some kind of a guidance. Uh, where, in fact, they don't want us to learn to read, write, do math, and create opportunities for our own selves, our communities. You know, but, but at the same time, that great document that drives us, the Constitution, everyone else in the world wants to come to America right. because they know that this is where they can create opportunities for themselves, their families, you know, and the freedom fighters, the patriots. And yeah, I think we've lost that. We need to fight back and make sure. I I had an old um, uh, high school uh, teacher, uh, um, uh, Polish, Pelkowski. He mm-hmm. was a patriot, and I was in his class. Right. And he taught me, and he read to us, and he made us learn the the freedoms that we all have fought for and our freedom fighters from our history. So let me and ask you a question, Perfecto. Do you do you think that yes. the that 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 America sees um, black people or uh, Hispanic people as patriotic? I think they do. You know what? And I think that, but these systems that want to, quote, uh, enslave us to pretend that, oh, you know, we'll create this opportunity for you. We'll send some money to some local you know, a uh, uh, nonprofit organization that is run by people that look like you and I. And yet, you know, after three years, they are living out in the suburbs and they're getting some good government, if you will, stipends, you know, under the back doors or front doors or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's a different system that wants to create a sense of enslavement for But us. what do you mean by system? Well, I think government programs, government itself. I mean, this this administration. I can't believe, as a veteran, that I, you know, and, and people be, be uh, before me mm-hmm. gave their lives. Their, you know, they they fought for the freedoms of this absolutely great country. And the people that created this opportunity for us, they were flawed men. We all are sure. sinners, if you will. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, but 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 consciously, consciously. They wrote a document that was going to, uh, uh, I think, um, create a country uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, of, of patriots that are going to fight to continue to make this country better, better, and better. But, and you, but, 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 perfecto, have you have to take into consideration and you have to teach along the way that people are trying to get rid of that this country, that when they built it, it was not built for black people at all. 
It wasn't built for the Spanish that were here before everybody. You, you, you know what? And it wasn't built for yeah. the Native American. It was built for Absol- them. Absolutely. You know, there, there's always been an uh, aristocracy, if you will. You know, people with the, with the cash, with the doughs, with whatever. Right. But in spite of all of that, I think the document to me relays that these were people that had a sense of uh, brotherhood, through a Christianity, if you will, you know. Yeah, but they didn't want us to be Christian, yes, and they used that same Christianity to lord it over slaves to, and I, and I mean literally created race to say that darker-skinned people are less than and devils. Uh, Dr. James Meredith, uh-huh. like my friend Dr. James Meredith, has, you know, I'm forced or I felt obligated to call you, you know, and say, he's he's written a couple books, he's that guy, they have, a, like I said, a bronze statue of him now at Ole Miss, but, you know, I met him because he went, to, he, he took his grandson to right. my daughter's Christian preschool okay. there in, uh, in Mississippi, and so we got connected, and in my travels doing the shows that I've done, you know, as, as a host for some radio programming, uh, that uh, I was able to do a documentary of Dr. James Meredith, and what he spelled out for me is how this has happened to America. And, uh, you know, his first march was to convince or have the black community, if you will, that's how he describes it, in Mississippi, to understand that nobody's going to keep you from voting other than yourself. Well, those are some things that, that we have to really deal with, the fact that, that today that's definitely true he was he was a visionary of sorts who who saw the power of what that same constitution and laws that kept us down is the same constitution and laws and bible that today is our foundation and holds us up. So I want to say thank you perfecto. I appreciate your call. 855-616-1620 is the number. I'm Dr. Ken Harris, Truth on TMJ. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Yeah, what 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 that guy said. Truth on TMJ. I'm your host Dr. Ken Harris 855-616 one six twenty. Doug from Milwaukee. You're on the the the. I almost said it. You're on the truth on TMJ. How you doing, boss? How are you? Good. Uh, my question is, um, who fought the Civil War? Uh, the North and the South Americans. Uh, white people, correct? And black people. No, correct. Who fought the 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 movement to get women to get the right to vote white Men, people correct right no my whole point is uh-huh. there is no, there is no point in your conversation where you actually talk about the majority mm-hmm. actually had the majority they could have they could have yeah. actually no, but they could have actually taught, you know, taken down anything if it wasn't the majority. The but but you is, also have to understand. There was the majority. But you also have to understand. There was the majority. There was the are majority. you going to listen or are you going to just keep talking and rattling no, off? I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll let you talk. Okay. The, thank you. 
the the whole point of the matter is that white men would not let anybody else do anything anyway. So that's the only reason it was white males. These are the guys that wouldn't let women vote or have a voice. The same people in the South that wouldn't let blacks fight in a war. And up until the 1970s said that black people's lives were not as important enough to die for the country they were born in. So my, my question to you is, sir, sure. How in the, how, how I was going to say, how in the heck, but how in the (laughs) heck, sorry. Okay. My bad boss. No worries. But how, how in the, how in the world Uh is there, is there a country Uh that, the majority of people, uh-huh. the majority, because they're only dude. You keep saying the majority. Men. We got no, it. It's more white people in, in no, no, the country no, no, than no, 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 so no, what, what's no, your point? No, no, the the majority, the majority were white males. Correct. Say How that again. No, 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 no. Go back and say that again about the countries in the males. world. Clearly, what? you've okay. never uh, you clearly are... clearly you've never been to Africa, the continent. Okay, so the, okay, so question to you: uh, yes. How many? How many Africans actually sold them into slavery? Well, let me give you my history lesson of my family. No, go ahead, please. I am. My grandfather is from Benin. No, no, no. I want to you. You got to answer I'm, my question. Well, if, if you let me, I will. OK, so how many Africans sold Africans into slavery? Quite a few. And let me finish. OK, let me finish. I got you. So, OK, here's how that happened. See, it's not enough to answer the question and then let it stand on its face and then let other people assume okay. what they hear. I would like to actually okay, explain why that happened. So, Please do. my grandfather's from Benin. It is a country that is attached to Nigeria and the, and the, 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 the partner country. The country next to it, adjacent to it, is called Togo. So you have three countries, Nigeria, Benin, and Togo. My f- heritage is the Dahomey people. It's called the Fanu tribe. They were the tribe they talked about in the movie with Viola Davis, the warrior, the, the, the woman king, where they had okay. warriors who were all female called the Agoji. And what they did is they defended the homeland from other tribes because the one thing Benin was known for in southwestern Nigeria was all of the rich elements they had, the gold, the everything. I mean, it was beautiful. The, the land is plentiful. And they came in, and other tribes came in and tried to take it. And when they tried to take it, they were held, they were either taken captive or killed. On the flip side, you had... Um, the British, where they outlawed slavery in Great Britain, because that's where slavery started. They outlawed it, and then they started to come to Africa to look for more people. So really, all the fine did is give them the spoils of war. You came to try to kill me. I captured you, and then I sold you to the British. That's how slaves got here, one of the ways. So when people say, you know, well, well, Black people and Africans gave them slaves. Well, there was a reason, and you got to know the story behind it. My, my, my question to you, sir, is I, I appreciate that story. Um, has there been slavery uh, through the history of the world? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, so why are you different? Well, that's an idiotic question because you're talking as if slavery is a good thing. 
like I should Negative be okay because writer. that I should Negative be okay with writer. it because I'm, slavery I'm is asking, in the world. I'm asking you. I'm asking you a question. Why? Why are you different from every other people that have been enslaved? Because rarely have I seen white people in slavery. Why is it that when uh, slavery occurs, it's usually the guy that doesn't look like me and is I, not of I'm Latin gonna, descent? I'm, I'm going to guarantee you there's been slavery uh, in the Eastern West. Oh, no, 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 no. You're the majority, country. right? So that means that the majority of slaves, okay. you can only assume that the majority of slaveholders look like you. But no, but I'm saying no, 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 no. Don't no, change it now. Country in countries in countries. Oh, uh, you want to generalize to countries now? Let's talk about all Correct. of the atrocities here in America. Like, when are okay, we going to fix that? Talk about it. That's fine. All right. But I'm saying, but but my question to you is: there has been slavery across the country, across the world, across everything. So what is your point, though? For many millennia. So what millennia, is your point? So what is your point? Like, get to your my, point so I can go to commercial is, break. Why are you different? Why are you different? Why are you asking me, am I different? Like, what does that mean? I just asked you that Like, question. I should be okay you, or accepting of slavery? Negative. That's not Well, then what, what is saying. it? What's your question, dude? I'm asking you a question on why are you different from every other race that has been enslaved? So it's okay to accept slavery? I'm, I'm not, not saying that. Then what are you saying? I'm asking you why are you different from everything else? Because I'm a God-fearing human being, and I recognize that no human being in the world since its inception should be victim of slavery. Thank you, Doug, for your call. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris, 855-616-1620. Jason from New Berlin, you're on the... See, I, I keep wanting to say the new um, Truth on TMJ. There you go. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, I was following up for Doug... Okay. Uh, question: Do you think? Do you think uh, that all of the let's call it uh, reparations or welfare stuff is good for the the black community? I first I need to work on some definitions. Number one, um, reparations. Reparations, yes. Welfare, no. Reparations and welfare are not question. the same. Well, let me let me answer your question. Okay. Welfare and reparations are not the same. When I think of reparation, I think of the Japanese that were made whole, the Native Americans that were made whole. Everyone was made whole except the black community. Now, there's a way you can make them whole so that it's not um, devastating to the community. You know, things like education, making sure uh, certain things are in place. But to give a up and out handout, I would say no. Go ahead. Uh, question to you, do you believe in school choice? Yes. Okay, you and I agree. But do you understand um, why I believe in school choice? See, it's about the I details. I actually, no, I don't. Uh, you can, please. So I, I would appreciate that. So school choice is about literally a parent who lives in America has a choice to use tax dollars that they pay or someone else pays to put their child where they believe they can best learn or 
is more comfortable. I agree with you. Okay. Now, how do you feel about historically black colleges and universities? I'm indifferent. I really don't care. Why wouldn't you care? It's school choice. Well, no, because those are universities. No. The university is the ultimate purveyor of school choice. You get to take a tax dollar. Okay. And if you get a scholarship from the state, you can go to any school you want. The federal government will give you a loan or even give you a grant to go to any school you want. That's called school choice. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. What if, what if you have maybe the the Supreme Court case that just came down Uh and, and you have maybe a person of color that, really can't cut it at a school. That's always the assumption that people make, that people of color can't cut it in school, when millions of people throughout the country that are people of color make it on merit. No, 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 no. Well, what I'm not... Go ahead and ask your question, because what you're doing is you're fitting your question to... But go ahead. You got 30 seconds. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fit it to a point and then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rebut your question that you have because I already know what your question is. First of all, I would like for you to not think that I'm not smart enough or I'm dumb enough that you just know what I'm going to say, but go right ahead. It's kind of rude, but go ahead. Okay. So if you're going to put somebody and you're going to put them on an AAF, in HR, we call it affirmative action plan. And you put that on there saying you have to have certain people of color that go to a certain place or a certain whatever. And they don't cut it because that's not actually what happens in the real world. And then they fail out. How much of a derogatory thing is that towards those people? Well, first of all, they're not those people. They're actually human beings. And the second thing is many, many more whites fail out than blacks because it's more of you all. What I want you to do, Jason, is hang on because we got to break and go to news. If you're willing to hold on, I'm willing to talk. 855-616-1620. Truth on TMJ.